This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Bullet Cast. gentlemen it is i your mother's favorite podcaster aka the microphone messiah uh i am joined by the current reigning and defending podcast champion brandon tanguba mr no days off bullet cast episode 329 blood money in the sand nine because saturday is the ninth installment of these uh saudi arabia shows uh brandon what's going on man how you doing philip doing just fine just the two of us og uh bc reunited and feel so good you know so, not not gonna name any names but you know one person here may have said they were gonna be on the podcast and then last minute said they couldn't the other person did give us the heads up and told us ahead of time so you guys can just be out there and decide who's whom yeah they uh they don't love us but then again what's love got to do with it r.i.p to tina turner well uh, let's let, let's let's address this right now um a titan of her industry uh uh, a legend, an icon, a, a goat, a, a true meaning, and all those, all, all those monikers and, and phrases and names. Um, just a pioneer, trailblazer, man. You know, overcome the stuff with with Ike, and uh, went on to just be great, be be phenomenal. Touring at sixty nine years of age, performing into her late seventies, I believe. Even she performed a couple of years ago. I don't know, but it's fantastic. R.I.P. to Tina Turner, the private dancer. May she forever rest in peace. R.I.P. Tease and peace. Yes, tease and peace. All right, SmackDown, uh, the Bloodline segments. Roman Reigns is out there with the special counsel and the enforcer. um, Calls out KO and Sammy. He's talking to him. He had something to say to them. Usos beat him uh, or beat them up. And then in the back, you know, Roman... Said I had something to say to them. Get out, get out, you know, get out of my face, get out of the office. But before that, when Roman was walking to the back, he bumped into Solo Sokoa. The look on Roman's face, the look on Solo's face. So, is, is Solo gonna is, is Solo gonna be the one to dethrone our tribal chief? I mean, as much as I I love Solo and what he's doing currently in the bloodline. I, I don't know if if he would be the the right person because you know at this point we're almost a thousand days into this reign of Roman that we we kind of got to be very particular and it's almost got to be the perfect person we thought Cody was maybe Cody still is I, I just I don't know if Solo is that person if we have to choose someone in the bloodline I lean towards Jay being the guy to to take down Roman okay but if Jay if Jay beats him then what what is ready to go from there. I, that's the thing is I, I don't know where any of them go from there in the bloodline like Solo. W- the thing with Solo is he's very limited in what we've seen from him. And we don't know what he's I mean, I would assume he's we don't see him wrestle all that much, but he's probably still training, trying to get better. But even in NXT, like I was impressed with him in NXT and he showed some character and some personality 
wrestling, you know, still has some work to be done. But I, I do wonder if they do that, which I'm not saying they will, but you you could get something out of it. But I, I just if if it's solo, you do to him what they should have given Umaga that just give him that 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 monster um, main event world title run. Now, he doesn't have to hold it forever like Roman's done and he doesn't need help. Just give him a straight five or six months of being the champ. He just beats people, and then he get he gets to a guy where it's just not his night, and then you move on. The interaction between Roman and Solo, what was interesting, maybe you could say it kind of came out of nowhere. Maybe Roman was a little bit over the top in his reaction uh, just because it was like, you know, why, why would Roman be selling so much for Solo? But maybe if he turned it on just a little bit, it could have like struck, I think, the perfect note for me. But I think it's more of a red herring than anything, to be honest. I mean, we'll get to the predictions and see where we're leaning and what we think a finish is going to be. But I, I think it was just a little bump in the road, maybe at the end of all this, whether it's at WrestleMania or whenever Roman loses his t- titles, maybe he's all alone. Even if maybe it's him and Paul Heyman, maybe it's just Roman by himself and everyone just turns against him and he's got to find his way without his family behind him. That's what Cody Rhodes said in that promo, you know, before their match, a Roman with no more reigns, a chief without a tribe. So we'll see. Excuse me. Outside of the ring, AW Fight Forever uh, debuts uh, June 29th of this year. So here in uh, just about about a month. Yeah. Um, It's finally been announced. So that's when the game's coming out. Brandon, you getting this? What what, What are your thoughts? I'm I'm gonna, you know, check out the the reviews and see what people are saying about it. I have not bought a wrestling video game in quite some time. Uh, you know, they tout it that it's very it's gonna be an arcade style where WWE2K is more of that realistic type gameplay. And you know, I've I am a Nintendo 64 kid, so I do remember the uh the good old days. Never played No Mercy, but I played you know similar WCW and WWF games. So if they can kind of master that type of feel. I'm definitely intrigued to see what it's going to be like, but I'm not going to rush out and play it. But it's about damn time. I mean, I remember us talking about this, you know, 10 months ago, and they had the Amazon listing of this coming out December 31st. It's like, oh, you know, that's just a placeholder. They're going to come out before Christmas, and it's going to be fine. But, you know, we don't talk about it on a regular basis, but there were some issues, some bumps in the road for AEW trying to develop this game. But it's more just, you know, they're starting a game from literal scratch almost, and that's what takes us so long. So after the fact, whether they just keep running patches or doing some updates or they do eventually do some sort of sequel, I don't think we'll run into this issue again. It's either going to be a good game, chill. Uh, It's either going to be on par with the WWE 2K series or it's going to be like the TNA game. Just not good. Well, the thing is, it's just so different. And the type of play that it is, they tout that it's easy to pick up, but difficult to master. And I don't know exactly I, I, how I, how they're going to do that. But and like a story, like is there going to be a story mode, GM mode and like all the different things that people really want out of a WWE game? That's sometimes they hit and miss on some of the, the key aspects of it's just gonna, outside of the gameplay. It's going to be really realistic with the wonky ass booking. And all the blood. Oh, yeah, of course. It's all the blood. Uh, the debut of Collision will be at the United Center in Chicago, June 17th, Saturday. So uh, what if they, they booked it here and Punk just doesn't show up? That would be hilarious. That that I would be hilarious. It it seems like everything is, is good to go and they've resolved their issues, whether that is literally they've 
talked it out and everyone's good now. Or Tony, which I doubt he does this because he never does this, has put his foot down. He'd be like, look, punk, uh, you're going to be here at collision. I don't care if you're throwing his fit or not, but you're going to be there. And punk was like, okay, yes, sir. That probably did not happen. But as of right now, everything is good. Now, come talk to me on July. Come talk to me on my birthday in the middle of July and see exactly where everything's at. I don't know how it's going to happen. June 17th. Well, that's what I'm saying is everything's good now. Talk to me in a month or two when they're back in the mix and Punk might rub people the wrong way in person. It's not just him going his little Instagram tirades. I'll see. I'll see. Um, so here's how you, I mean, he showed up at the, you know, the rampage first thing on the show, you run, you run it to where like, there's a minute left and you know, they're going, they're, they're about to sign off his music hits. He just walks out on the stage, have Shabbat and Vani do one of those, uh, old WCW nitro outings. Oh my God. It's so-and-so we don't know what he's doing here. We'll have to wait till next week. Just do one of those. Just do one of those. And then you you anticipate, you know, promoted on Dynamite, promoted on Rampage, CM Punk on Collision, you know, just promoted like like that, and they should be fine. I don't think they do that. I don't know if they're going to do the full Rampage gimmick where they kick off with him, or maybe they put him at the top of the second hour or something like that. But I think you, Punk is going to be there. I think they do something where Punk actually does something. I don't think it's going to, I mean, it could be just a promo, so kind of similar to Rampage, but or it's just a match. Uh, I mean, rumors are he wants it to be Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe has been kind of MIA on AEW television, but he's an ROH champion, so that makes sense. Um, I, I was trying to pay attention and listen to the crowd reaction when he said Chicago, because it's a double or nothing crowd. They're going to be very smart and tuned into what's going on. And he said Chicago, there was a pop. I... I assume there was a CM Punk chant, but I don't know if there was some meddling with the audio or something. And, the, you know, they were doing different things on the screen as well. So I probably messed with the audio. But there there was definitely like a positive reaction, but it almost sounded a little bit like a mixed reaction, too, which is very interesting. Because that's like the hardcore of the hardcore people. A week out of a pay-per-view in the city it's going to be in. You would assume a lot people will be pro-punk, but... At this point in time, we're seeing his brand and values been diminished over the past eight months or however long this thing's been going on for. Yeah, I say you do the do the nitro thing. That's of still... course, because you know Philip has all the best ideas. Of course, um, this is not a best idea. So Hulk Hogan was on the MMA Hour, and apparently Shane McMahon asked him to wrestle him at WrestleMania this year. And Hogan's like, oh, no, no, brother. But I see him about six months, you know. And he, uh, it's, you know, WrestleMania 40. Next year is the 40th anniversary of, you know, him winning the title from Sheik. And Ariel Hawani asked him if there's if there's a dream opponent, who would it be? And he said Austin. Hogan, Terry. Nobody want to see this, bro. No. Well, look, Austin, it was a brawl. It worked out in his favor. Obviously, he's much younger than you are, but brother, hey, nope. Flair, what, Flair's last match was better than what we thought it was going to be. No, we do not want, we don't need to see this. You had your last little string of matches and impact on an Australia tour. You're good, bro. Don't nobody want to see it. Mm-mm. Denied. Next. Inside the ring, Mercedes Monet breaks her ankle. 
uh, in a match with Willow Nightingale and NJPW Resurgence um, in Long Beach to crown the first ever NJPW Strong Women's Champion. Uh, Willow Nightingale, congratulations. She's the victor. Yeah, Mercedes broke her ankle coming off the top rope. Uh, Notice Matt Vandergriff, a talented uh, performer. You see him at Oasis Pro. He was the one that carried Mercedes to the back. Yeah, she broke her right ankle, man. What's going on? What's going on with these ankle injuries? I, I don't know. I mean, this sucks. Uh, everything pointed to she was going to win, and then I guess she called it in the ring. That was like, look, my ankle's messed up. I'm not going to be able to defend this or whatever. So, Willow, you know, you you take it, you win. Um, but, I mean, it just it really sucks. Uh, she, you know, she she's had her wrestling matches, and she maybe has cooled off a little bit since she debuted in New Japan at uh, January 4th, but you know, every time she does step in the ring, it's always kind of a big deal. And the internet kind of goes crazy for her. So for her to break her ankle and for her to be on the shelf, presumably like, you know, somewhere between two and four months, probably that does suck and kind of cool her off even more. Uh, I know people were freaking out that they showed highlights of the match on dynamite. So everyone's like, Oh my God, this means Mercedes might be going to AEW soon. I, I don't know about that, but I, it just sucks all the way around. I mean, injuries suck, and especially with her on doing such limited dates to to you know hurt herself here is terrible. I know, bro. This is crazy. All these ankle injuries, bro. What's what's going on? Everyone's got these soggy ankles. You got to tape tape that dish up. I I tested out the ankle a little bit the other day. Was in the ring, took a couple bumps, you know, did some sprawls. Oh. Oh. Watch out. November 2024, we might actually get the bout everyone's been waiting for. Man, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Liv Morgan, she has a shoulder injury in Dakota Kai, has a torn ACL. Uh, obviously, Liv Morgan, uh, you know, the women were stripped of the uh, women's tag titles, but then Raquel was in the match anyway. Yeah. Even though the last tag champions had an injury with Lita, but then Trish was able to defend with Becky, so how come Raquel just couldn't have her own you know, still technically because the you know they but... were uh, they were a quadrant already. They were together, so that, that that yeah. If you just have somebody with kill, that doesn't make sense. Okay, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, semantics. But, I mean, this, um, this this is terrible. I mean, it happened in the same match, and apparently Morgan got hurt from Kai's from a Kai kick, and then Kai was trying to protect Liv from further injury, and then she gets hurt with an ACL, and yeah, I I mean, it really kind of derails what's in the plans because presumably they were going to do something with Raquel and live and then presumably like a possible breakup of damage control and now that's just out the window and now it's uh eo and bailey being a makeshift tag team i don't know if they go still go you know with some sort of breakup or they just actually you know kind of keep them keep it together for the next year but an acl is legit stuff and she will be on the shelf for quite a while absolutely let's get into the fan mail jack of all trades uh, hey, guys, was really thinking about Billy Graham and his impact on pro wrestling, not just for guys like Dusty, Flair, and Hogan, but his impact uh, was so big it resulted in the way WWE brands its performers. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. You know, um, they, that's why they're WWE superstars. That's why WWF superstars and WWE superstars was a thing because of Billy Graham. And, uh, you know, I was listening to Sam Robertson. If you really think about it, a lot of like the way the promo styles are for a lot of guys, they can kind of trace back and you can hear Billy Graham, like he just mentioned with Dusty Flair and Hogan. You can hear a guy like L.A. Knight and so on and so forth. So, yeah, Billy Graham, he did have a tremendous impact on this industry. And um, yeah, man. Now, R.I.P. Billy Graham, and we've kind of seen over the past week people talking about his impact and everything he's, he's done, you know, 70s or. Yeah, you know, throughout the 70s and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah. Definitely an underrated person, I would say, in the wrestling business, just because you know everything kind of gets lost to time. Uh, who do you four twenty? Who do you? Mates, there's a lot of wrestling on this week, and uh, how do you plan to watch? Oh, well, I'm gonna get it planned accordingly. I, I will be at Ugwa, uh Saturday, and uh, I'll be able to catch. So it comes on one o'clock our time, Night of Champions. That'll be ten o'clock our time. Ten a.m. Okay, so I'll be able to see this then. Okay, I'll be able to see this before I head out. That's good. Um, no, I won't. I want to recap then. A double or nothing. I will. Uh, I'll try to. And I'll probably watch that later on that night or the morning. You know, I got to see about that. But yeah, what about you, man? Well, I am taking a little Memorial Day vacation, going up north to uh, to Washington State, seeing the curveballs and Churchill's brother and Dominic. Uh, for sure, gonna watch Double or Nothing live. Uh, I don't know, probably do some sort of you know barbecue or whatnot. Uh, Night of Champions, or yeah, Night of Champions, even though it's in the morning. You know, maybe wake up, watch it. Who knows? Maybe catch a little bit first, and then leave and come back and watch the rest of it. NXT is also thrown in there somewhere. Probably won't watch that live. Maybe, you know, on the flight back or, you know, catch it later on. But a lot of stuff going down. And it's Memorial Day weekend, so there's other shenanigans going on. Probably a lot of local indie shows. So if you, you know, check out your local indie, see if there's something going on there. Absolutely. All right, let's get into the uh, fan mail on Instagram. Oh, man, here we go. Here we go. Him Brightest Day X. Mr. X. The Hall of Famer. Are Jade's uh, days numbered uh, as TBS champion? We'll talk about that once we get to uh, once we get over to uh, the predictions. Title on the line for both United Champions and Double or Nothing since uh, Brandon. Uh, he, of he course, says I'm, he, a, I'm a fighting he says champion. He's going to li- he, he hold it forever. Let's put it to the test, bro. I'm the fighting champion. I'm the Orange Cassidy of this podcast. I will whatever, you know. Throw all your arrows at me, and I will walk out unscathed. Okay. Uh, he also asks, um, does anyone know what happened to Hit Row? Well, you know, I'm 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 a member. You know, uh, I saw Top Dollar. You know, he was on he was uh on the radio with who uh, DJ uh, Who Kid, so or Woo Kid, whatever. Uh, I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's up with Hit Row. Hopefully, they can get back on TV once uh, things kind of calm down from the champions. Uh, he asks, what will be more exciting? Uh, what will be a more exciting event this weekend? Uh, Night of Champions, NXT Battleground, or AW Double or Nothing. Uh, Battleground could be a sneaky good one, bro. I mean, look, looking at the matches over there, and uh, yeah, man, I don't know. You got people like Tiffany Stratton, who is athletic as all hell. I was re- I was watching that clip of her and Sol uh, Ruka. They can they can go, bro. The, those are bright stars for the women's division down the line. I don't watch too much NXT, um, but the uh, scouting report that I have obtained is apparently they have a lot of wrestlers and, you know, particularly a lot of like the female wrestlers are very athletic and they do a lot of things that look pretty, but the basics still need some, some ironing out. Do they? Who, who, who was saying this? No, the people, the internet. Well, are are these people wrestlers? Are they? Oh, of course not. Are are they coaches? So then how do they know? Yeah, Lance Storm. Lance Storm said it. I don't know if Lance Storm said it. I'll just wow. I'll, I'll put his name on it. But it will I, I don't know because you know there's the big three matches, the three main events for Night of Ch- or yeah, Night of Champions. And then double or nothing. I've kept saying about the the build has been very scattershot, but but at the end of the day, AEW always puts on a really solid show. Um 
I kind of lean towards Night of Champions, to be honest, just because, I, you know, the storylines and kind of everything might be better there, even though I think overall the wrestling matches will be better for AEW. Yeah, we'll see. Lastly, he says, also myself, uh, along with 11 other pro wrestling artists known as the Wrestling Art Collective. All right, the WAC uh, have put out a collaboration of wrestling-themed stickers based on the Mad Toys uh, or the Mad Ball toys from the late 80s. Check out uh, Grapple Ghoulies today. Uh, I'll I'll be posting about that on the Bulletcast social media platforms. Just uh, just a look out for that. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna get into these predictions. It is go time. Uh, here we go. Taking things a look ha- at these stickers, and Mister X, these are uh, yeah. pretty sick. Might have to grab Th- some. You know, things happened on Raw. Cody apparently got his arm broken. Trish and uh and and, and Becky had to sit down. Um, but here we're gonna we're gonna get to it all. So, Night of Champions predictions. Gunther versus Mustafa Ali for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I'm going with the ring. Gunther. This match is kind of weird, I think, in its booking. You know, we kind of talked about it last week. Mustafa Ali or Mustafa Ali. We'll probably get a, a good reaction, you know, being Muslim in uh in Saudi Arabia. But this is just more of a showcase match for Gunther. I do wonder how the match is booked. Is it you know, Ali puts up a, a good fight, but Gunther just kind of beats him, or it's just a, uh, uh, you know, since we're in Saudi Arabia, I'll refrain from certain words, and we'll just say a uh, convincing victory for Gunther. All right, all right. You're going with Gunther as well. Uh, next up I have on the list, Becky Lynch, the man going up against the legend, the, the Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus. Um I'm leaning towards Trish for this one, man. I I can definitely see that. Uh, kind of bouncing back and forth myself. I do think they kind of stretch this out until SummerSlam, so maybe we get a wonky finish with Trish winning. Maybe we get a wonky finish with Becky winning. So I'll go with Becky Lynch to get the win. I see. You're still on that. Give me that Becky, huh? I've always been on. Give me that Becky. I mean, yeah. check the tapes. Oh. I know I might have destroyed the the footage, so we don't really have a lot of the original stuff. But I've been on the Becky Lynch bandwagon since episode two. So you admit you destroyed the footage? I said I might have. No, I don't no, recall. It, it, it's destroyed. Right? You dropped it, and then it just stopped working. I had like content on there pre pre recorded, ready to go. Now, now it'll never be listened to. Well, maybe that's a good thing. What now? Why? Why would you say that? There was great stuff there. It's okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I, everybody. I have something else in the works. I have something else in the works. All right, moving on from that. Rhea Ripley defends the SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalia. Uh, it's Rhea. I hate to just put it out there like that, but hey, I uh, I love Natty, but uh, I'm going with mommy. All right, this is the bet the house pick. We're going with Rhea Ripley. You might have to bet the entire house just for you to get like $10 in return, but bet the house, bet the house, bet the kid's house, bet the mortgage, bet the graduation money, bet all of it. Rhea Ripley is one of this match. All right. Next up, it is a match that is going to be a fight. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. I'm going Brock. Brock needs, he, he needs a win. Really, you know, heavy handed with the, the stuff they did on Monday. I go with Brock too. Now, what do you think is there gonna anything gonna come out of the whole Triple H Cody thing at the end of this at the end of Raw? 
I know you know people are putting their tin full of hats on and saying Triple H is the one behind the Brock Lesnar attack. I I don't know about that, but you know, telling the story of Triple H kind of knows where Cody's coming from and he can't really do much about it. Also, just the fact of if Cody does have a broken arm, why would WWE Medical still have this match happen? It doesn't make too sense to me personally, but you know. if if Triple H is behind it, it would have to lead to a match, and he can't do that. Now, if he could, hey, that might be the the when SummerSlam. No, that would be the WrestleMania 40 match. That's that's what I would do. Some something something massive. Forgot if I said it, I would go with Brock Lesnar. Yes, no, you, you will go with Brock. All right. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship is on the line. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. B- Bianca? I mean, I think it has to be Bianca. Kind of a, a weird build. Um, You know, you, you come out of backlash and you have to rebuild, you know, kind of help out Bianca's credibility after, you know, kind of getting booed out of the building. And then she comes out in her home state and then Asuka just sprays her. Like not even giving Bianca a chance to kind of showcase herself and kind of, you know, get the crowd behind her once again. And, you know, we're, we're running it back from WrestleMania, which once again, it's like also it's almost like an AEW match. Like the build has kind of been crap, but I know the match will be good if they give them time. So you're going Bianca. Yes, sir. All right. It is now time to crown a new world champion. Uh, either Seth freaking Rollins or the phenomenal AJ Styles will win the World Heavyweight Championship that traces back to the lineage of September of 2002. What if it's AJ? What if they swerve us and it's AJ? Then pick AJ. I didn't say I was doing that. I'm practical. I need my championship back. It's t- Look, I'm bringing look, Roman and Solo are trying to bring the tag titles. I'm bringing this podcast title to the family table. Okay? Stop. I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins. I've been saying this since the title's been unveiled. It seems as though Seth is the guy. I know there's rumblings that WWE does, you know, is hesitant because of his Captain America stuff, but still give me Seth Rollins. And then also we're going to reiterate this. Regardless, me and Katie are getting 50 points or however many points are given for oh, yeah, these titles points that are that have been calculated because like me and Katie got Seth Rollins and the OC. So I uh, thank you very much. Uh, no, we had a trade. I took AJ. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, next up, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defend the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships against Solo Sokoa and the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, the head of the table, our tribal chief, Mr. Roman Reigns. I'm going with the bloodline. I mean, once again, I see this one very closely. I think they could go either which way. This is day 1,000 going to be day 1000 of the universal title reign. I do wonder like what is going to be the main event. I think maybe for prestige purposes you'd put the the singles match on last and maybe you can kind of well, get away with but I'm going with Sammy and KO to retain kind of begrudgingly, maybe almost kind of to to differentiate from you, but also I kind of see it that way again but like I, I said you know last week and the week before Sammy and KO come out of Wrestlemania I haven't really felt the same and what are they going to do with those tag titles if Roman and Solo win those tag titles you automatically get into a hot feud with the Usos absolutely alright we're going to move on from that we're going to go to the AEW predictions now AEW Double or Nothing is Sunday May 28th 
Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. I was revealed on AEW tonight that Sabu, the suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu will be in the corner of Adam Cole, and Sabu will also be a collectible stampede this Sunday in Woodland, California. Uh, yes. Well, so, that's crazy. How is it going to be at two places at once? Um, he's going to get on the plane right after the autograph signing and fly out. Okay. I uh, I mean, it's Vegas, bro. Like, like the SAC airport's like what, th- thirty minutes away? Like, it's not, it's not, it's not a far stretch, bro. Okay. Yeah, his, his signing's in the morning anyway. Sometimes the times double or nothing start like five. Hey, I'm not, I'm not wishing anyone you know misses out an autograph signing because we know what happens. Bad things happen during double or nothing weekend with autograph signings. Oh uh, yes. Shout at MJF. Of course. Um. Uh, Jericho, you can't have him lose on two pay-per-views in a row, but Adam Cole needs a big win. I'm going to go Adam Cole. I will go with Adam Cole as well. Um, You know, Jericho's kind of in the position where he's losing a lot of his kind of bigger matches, which is fine. And Cole, this is his biggest match since the concussion. So I think he he does win. And you could elongate this feud or whatever, but I say you don't mess around. Adam Cole is one of your top guys, and you shouldn't just have him lose so early in his comeback. Uh, uh, next up, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy uh, with Isaiah Cassidy versus Ethan Page and the Guns. If uh, Hardy Party wins, then uh, Matt Hardy controls Ethan Page's contract. I could see that happening. I'm going to go with the Hardy Party. Yeah, I'll go with the, the Hardy Party as well. Um, you know, I'll say it for another match, but not really watching too much of the Rampage stuff. So, you know, a lot of a lot of this is going on on Rampage, but uh, I'll give it to the baby faces to get the to get the Dubsky. Right on. The TNT Championship is on the line. Wardlow versus Christian Cage in a ladder match. You know what? I'm going to go with Christian. I can see. Alrighty him. then, and I will take that open door and I will go for old War Daddy. Okay. You do that. I, I, I do wonder, maybe they did this with Wardlow last week and you put him in the first match so he gets a hot reaction. So maybe they do that again and put him in the opening contest and, you know, get a positive reaction from him. Because I think the later on this match goes, the more risk they have of having a dead crowd. I do want to say I like how there's just nine matches and usually there's like 14. So that's good. Um, What is up next? The AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy to defend in the Blackjack Battle Royale. I said this last week, Orange Cassidy has been doing phenomenal. He's had a lot of great matches week after week after week. I just saw a tweet that he's had 22 title defenses in his international reign, while Roman Reigns is only at 28. Well, not only, but, you know, comparatively, uh, Orange Cassidy is almost up there with Roman Reigns in terms of title defenses. So if he's going to have this long reign, I get it. He's kind of worn out. But if he's going to lose, he should lose a one-on-one. And if they do have some sort of big return or big debut in this match, so be it. But I, I feel as though if you're going to really hammer the story out with Orange Cassidy, have him lose in a one-on-one title match. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Orange, Ca- Orange Cassidy as well. All right. Um, The AEW World Tag Team Championships, FTR versus Jay Lethal and J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-W-T. This is WJ Jeff Jarrett. Um. 
what if I believe Karen Jarrett by his, by their sides and whatnot? Uh I love I love I love Lethal and Jarrett, but I'm gonna be practical and choose FTR. I will choose FTR as well. I forget if we talked about it, but I really enjoyed the uh the pre-tape segment they had at the uh the Briscoe family farm. I thought that was great. Uh but other than that, not the biggest fan of the build, you know, the very obvious oh i got blinded and i accidentally hit my buddy with a tombstone or a pile driver now he hates me even though he could have just watched the tape back or he not a big fan of all this but hopefully we just get it over with ftr gets the win and they can move on and maybe do bigger and better things yes uh, the tbs championship is on the line jade cardgill versus ty valkyrie could this really be it man is is, is this it i mean it could be. Um, Taya is one of, if not the biggest name that uh, Jade has kind of gone after and had a full-fledged feud with. So I could see it happen. <sighs> kind of, I mean, I feel like some, I don't know. I know, you know, the whole mercedes Monet thing is a lot of people kind of see her as being someone to uh, dethrone Jade. Taya's kind of up there. So if you're going to have her beat Jade, how much does she really get out of it? So I, I kind of lean towards Jade winning. And it's a, almost like the Orange Cassidy thing is like you've s- put so much you know, emphasis and so much cachet behind her that her just losing this in a mid-card match that probably not a lot of people are going to care about. I'd much rather it be like a main event of a Rampage Collision Dynamite or you know one of the marquee matches on like a television show. Uh, she should lose the TV, TBS title on TBS. It's just, my, it's just my theory about it. I'm going Jade Cardgill as well. All right, it is the Pillars match, the four-way. Uh, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara all challenge Maxwell Jacob Friedman for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the World. I think MJF walks out the champ. I agree, and even though this might not be the best-built match, I do think this will be the main event. Uh, they have just you know done this so much with the, the championship, and once again, I think AEW showed their hand with... MJF cutting his promo, and the only person to go toe-to-toe on the mic with him this week was Darby Allen, which kind of shows that Darby, I think, is by far and away the the guy compared to the other three people in this. I do suspect we see a Sammy Guevara heel turn again in this match, whether it is just to help out MJF or he does it for himself, we shall see. Uh, but I, I, do you think this is the main event? Because I feel as though it'll be the main event. And CM Punk? Yeah? Maybe that would be Possibly. something that would, that would be something. I don't know. You know, up, you know, MJF did it to punk punk can give him the receipt. Mm, you never, you know what? That would be dope. That would be dope. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, the AW women's world championship, Jamie hater defends against Tony storm. I'm gonna go Tony storm. Haters going to hate. Give me Jamie hater. All right. Well, that was easy. Can't just keep agreeing with me, man. I know what you're doing. Exactly. I know what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think this will be the main ar- main event. Anarchy within the arena. The BCC. Claudio Castanoli, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Brian Danielson going up against the elite Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, the Cleaner Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam H. Yeah. I absolutely loved this match last year. It was my favorite match of the night and I wonder because we've gone through the the entire card there are a lot of gimmick matches on this we got the ladder match we got 
the unsanctioned match. And now we're going to have this match. So, you know, three hardcore matches all in one show. Does that dilute the crowd a little bit? Maybe, but I think they're just going to go so heavy with the hardcore and the blood and the guts and maybe this builds towards blood and guts. Um, If it is the main event, I think the elite have to win. Now, I say it's not the main event, so I think it's a little more closer than that. So, uh, Philip, I'll let you decide. Who are you going to take? I'll let you get the first go at it. Since, you know, I'm the champion. I should get champion's advantage. I've had the first go at, like, a lot of them. This is your go. Here you go. Fine. I will go. I Blood and Guts is around the corner, seemingly. Uh, a lot of people kind of think, oh, they do finally do a women's one, but... I don't know. This outcast thing just has not been very good. And Wheelie Yuta seems to always be the odd man out. But last year, if you remember, Brian Danielson was the one to lose in Anarchy in the arena. So they're not opposed to having a big name lose in one of these matches. That being said, I'll take the elite. All right. Mm. Mm. I'll take the elite as well. Smart man, smart man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to do it for... Oh, excuse me, Jesus. That is going to do it for our predictions for uh, AEW and WWE's pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, we should, we, I'm telling you, man, we should, we, should, we should throw NXT in there too, man. I mean, we can do like a little preview. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know exactly what the hell's going on. I do know they have the women's championship match. We got uh, Braun Breaker and uh, what's his face? The champion. I'll be honest. I, that's, I got that, 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 that's all you know, huh? That's, yeah, that's I, all you that's, know. That's all you know. That That's all I got. That's all you know. That's all you know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, narrative formations, uh, Saturday, 5 p.m., Slash a palooza, come party with the underground, come celebrate boss man's 40th birthday. See matches like uh Joey Gonzo and Marcelo Montoya going up against a graveyard shift consisting of Toby Reynolds and Dave Wasted. Uh, oh, Dave Wasted, big matches this week, huh? Big matches this week. Uh, let's see who else do we have? Laura Frazier versus Jordan Blue, Money Power Respect, Marco Mayor, Fabuloso Fabricio going up against the THC, the high council consisting of Dante Daring and the Punjabi Lion Chima. Uh, Nick Xander versus Brooke Havoc. Uh, Jordan Cruz defends the gatekeeper title against Isaiah Bronson and more. Juicy Finale will be in action. You can't miss that. And I believe we are going to crown a new Beast of the East champion as well. Not only that, Collectible Stampede 2 is happening. You don't want to miss this. It is going down in Woodland, California on Sunday, May 28th. Uh, where is this address? Uh, here it is. Uh, Takari Guadalajara, 6W Court Street, Woodland, California. See such matches as, uh, or, I mean, with there's been some injuries at SPW, so some of these matches may still go on as planned. Eliza Hammer versus Scoot Robinson. Uh, JT Thorne versus Deidre Fresh versus Joey Gonzo for the West Coast uh, Championship. Let's see. You have Midas Creed versus Ezra for the Off the Dead Championship. You have uh, a whole bunch of other matches. Sabu will be there signing autographs. Mustafa Saeed will be signing autographs, and he'll be in action with El Flaco Loco to take on Cutie and the Beast. There will be a, two ladder matches. One will crown the uh, Chase champion, Bobby Callahan, uh, 
Jester, Sir Samurai, and others will be in that. And not to mention the Bully Cast Heavyweight Championship, Alpha Zoe, Loverboy Leo, Dave Wasted. Only one of them can walk out with the title. Find out who it is. Thank you guys so much. Recaps for uh, Night of Champions and Double or Nothing will be going up uh, a few days after both events. Thank you guys so much. Be safe and stay dangerous. I guess. If you feel our opinions is great, when everything we move it now with the state, turn us on if the feeling is right. Uh, every opinion now comes from the heart. That's how we move with the part. We are the radio was wrestling. Time's aggression. Here is the feeling in the pool. Get the lesson. And if you want to prove it to you now, Here's the feeling in the time and everything that we did. Listen to the senators connecting it. Moving on everything that's pronouncing it. Everything we did in the time now with the testament. Here is the feeling when we live on the stage. And everything we do, turning the page. Nobody doesn't like us. The feeling when we move, we are excited. Elite podcasting. I know you like it. Yeah, the bullet cast. Feel us. The bullet cast. Feel us. The bullet cast. Feel us. Elite podcasting. We are. Thank you for listening.